welcome back to the Spectre in the Fog Christmas Special, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. In part one of our tale, we joined Millicent, Philip, and their two dogs, Lucifer and Lola, as they headed off to the purportedly haunted Cranston Manor. After a couple of weird occurrences and a scare, we now rejoin the two as they investigate a strange noise emanating from the first floor bedrooms. Okay, you uh, you rush up the stairs and this time uh, you take the right staircase. It sounds as though it was maybe sort of above the study somewhere. Mm-hmm. And as you get to the top of the stairs, you, 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 you look left or you look right, sorry, and then you look left, and it looks like maybe some, someone has, has gone around the corner at, at, at the far end of the house, at the back of the house, and sort of gone around the corner and disappeared. Hmm. Well, you there. can't see them anymore, so... I'll rush after them. Okay. Um, what is Philip doing? Yeah, he's following. He doesn't know what else to do. Okay. You there, stop right now! And I'll rush after them. Okay, you can still kind of hear the footsteps, and as you get to the corner, the 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 the, the, the apex of the corner, and you turn around the corner, the footsteps stop, and there's no one there. Oh, for goodness' sake! But there are now two bedrooms in this corridor, hmm. or at least um, two doors in this corridor, I should say. The doors open. The the doors are closed. I mean, you could try to see if they're unlocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm pushy. Push one of them open. Philip, have a look at the other one. This fellow's trying to run away from us. Millicent, you push the door open into a really... uh, Into a small room. A room that you'd probably... You know, assume would be a child's bedroom, maybe? From its size? But not from its adornments. Uh, That being a small single bed. And uh, sort of like a dresser. And uh, a chest of drawers, and and not not really much else. There's no um, there's there's no sort of like toys in there or anything. But there is a a small mirror. What kind of mirror? Just a uh, sort of like an oval dresser. shaped mirror, like up okay. on the wall. Okay, I'll take a look in the mirror. Okay, uh, yeah, you look in the mirror again, and uh, yeah, there's just you just see yourself, a spooky glow, your candle now down to now down to just beyond halfway. As you uh, as you hold it up in front of your face. Oh well, wait, yeah, to... she didn't give me a candle. <laughs> yeah, so Philip, you're groping your way along this corridor oh, in the dark. With fucking. <laughs> so Millicent, you you hear Philip like grumbling, and he's like <laughs> trying to make his way along, like bouncing off the walls a bit, and you're like, he can't see. <laughs> Come on, get a candle, Philip. Oh, oh, thank you, Miss. That's uh, that's very magnanimous of you. Cheers. I'm gonna. I'll turn around for a candle real quick. Yeah. Fact, okay. Since I've already gone in that room, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a candle, but I'll come with you to the other room. Yeah. Why? Did yeah. Because two candles are better than one. Well, there's clearly no one in here. Nothing but this well, mirror. Yeah. Philip, I'll just say, Philip, as you make your, as you make your way back down the corridor towards, um, towards where uh, Millicent is, she sort of meets you in the doorway, and uh, you, know, you, you, you light your candle. Can you do me a spot hidden for me, please, Philip? No, I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Although I guess I could push it, or luck it rather. Um, what, what, did you, what did you get? Sixty-two to fifty-five. I mean, yeah, you could luck it, or or you could push it. 
Uh, I'll push it. Okay. Hard uh, success. Hey. Okay. The initial light from the candles surprisingly blinds you slightly, but then as your eyes readjust, you see underneath the bed that there's a one of the floorboards. There's, there's, there's a rug, but one of the floorboards is poking out. It looks as though there's a there's a there's a circle on it that's a lot darker than the rest of the wood, as if maybe it's not wood. Maybe there's a hole in this plank of wood. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm going to stop and be like, oh, it's a bit weird. And I'm going to try and um, like, just duck down with my candle now and get a little pull. Mm. Okay. You, uh, you, you you pull on this uh, on this plank. You, you, you realise it's actually a finger hole. And you push your finger through the hole. Uh, maybe you do the whole, ah, ah. As if you know, it's like crack all your fingers sort of thing, uh, anything like a dickhead, and then uh, and then you sort of like you know, you like <laughs> then you hook your finger up and you pull this plank of wood up and out of place, and it lifts up and it it lifts the rug slightly where you are, and you move it to one side, and you can see there's a void underneath this underneath this this particular floorboard, and in this void you can see there's a small sort of like tin box. What would you like to do? How old does this tin seem to be? Has it got printing hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me let me just bring it out of the. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I get the tin um, out. Um, I'm gonna check it over and um, what, what does it look like? Uh, it's sort of like an old um, Victorian sort of like a, sort of I'd, I'd say early Victorian, like a biscuit tin or you know sort of just a, sort of like a. You know, maybe they, they might have had tea in it at some point, so it's a, maybe a little bit more sturdy than than just like a box or something. Uh, it's a little, a little bit rusty, a little bit worn, um, yeah. but it still looks airtight. Okay, so I'm gonna pop the arm. Like, oh, look! I found this. I found this tin under the floorboards. We, I mean, look. I I know we shouldn't be poking around and all that, but we're stuck here for the moment. Well, we're still be nosy enough to break into these people's houses. Let's. let's well, I mean, someone's been sleeping with them, right? I mean, it's obviously, some kind of some kind of mean spirited. He's going to raise his voice. Some kind of mean spirited tricksters living in here. Well, yes. Yeah, you know, since we well, are here, some kind of criminal. Maybe somebody's um, squatting here. That seems the most likely explanation at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Trying to scare us off so we can't buy the house. I mean, you can't buy the house. Exactly. Well, let's have a look what's in there. Hmm. Yeah, let's pop open this tin. Okay. Uh, you uh, give the tin a little a little tug, and it pops open. And uh, inside appears to be uh, letters. Ooh, fascinating. Let's have a flick through. Okay. These appear to be uh, love letters between a young lady and a young man, using uh, using their names. The young man's called Edmund, and the oh. young lady is called Evelyn. Hmm. Oh. Um, do they seem to be long distance, or is it? Um, <laughs> they seem to... They're all left a long distance. Well, I'm, well, it could be that these are letters from somebody in the village to the house, or it could be somebody very far away. What does it let's seem let's to be? Let's have a look at random. We'll pull, we'll pull one out random. Hmm. Okay, so you pull you pull one of the letters out, and you open it up, and it and it seems to be from Edmund to Evelyn. And the, the brief synopsis of the of the letter is, you know, professing profession of love and uh, and 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 you know the normal jazz. But then uh, a note saying, um, I, "I I think he knows my rose, 
rocky shores may be ahead. Please know that I always love you, Edmund. Are there any from Ro is there any from Evelyn um, back? Is there an address on his on his letters? Yeah, the letters are all, uh, all, all seem to be addressed to the um, to to uh, Cranston Manor, the, the the manor house that you're in. But does he have his address on it? As in the no, no, there's no, no, there's no return address. Wait, so these letters are all from Edmund to this house? Yeah, because he wouldn't have the ones going back. But normally on letters, you do put your own address in the top corner, but he hasn't. Well, this is how yeah. That's just the way things are done. My God, this whoever taught this boy his penmanship doesn't treat him how to write a letter. <laughs> yeah, the letters are dated, though. Hmm. Well, and, uh, ones that around the same time as this, uh, as he took his turn in the, in the journal. Well, the letter you actually pulled out is dated uh, the 22nd of March, 1843. No, just before that entry about the putting down beasts and so forth. Hmm. Right? Is that just before or just after? Uh, this, that letter is from just before. Okay. Well, it looks like our unfortunate lover's lover may have come to a sticky end. Or at least their love affair did. How unfortunate. Seems a shame, but doesn't really... Doesn't well, really he's clearly, he's clearly an insultable man. Look, he can't even properly head his letters. What kind of a life is he going to have in the uh, the Clark trade or whatever? <laughs> I, I certainly wouldn't let one of my daughters marry him. Then again, he could be a, a wonderful man. Who knows? <laughs> what a switch. Well, I'm just saying, we, we don't know anything about him apart from he obviously didn't go to a finishing school. <laughs> um, I mean, did, I wanna, does I it say anything about his position, about who he was? Like, no, it's just literally just just the names. That's it, and a date, and lots of sexy talk. Well, I mean, like you know, sexy early Victorian talk. Yes. One like. doth wish to see your ankles, my fair lady. Oh, raunchy! See exactly. Clearly, That's why you was, don't let your daughters near a man like that. An he was clearly working one out when he was writing that out. Exactly. Look. <laughs> Look, well, I think we've seen enough into the lives of these unfortunate riches. Um, let's uh, let's check the other room, see if that squatter's in there. Okay. You two sort of, like, make your way back out into the hallway. But, by the way, are you keeping the tin, or are you putting it back underneath the floorboard? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess I'm, like, I'm flicking through various letters. Yeah. As we're walking. A hold of it, yeah. Just kind of eyeing it, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is over my head, but, you know... It's something to keep my mind off the off the fear. Yeah, there's lots of sort of like professions of love and uh, and sort of like plans for the future and things they'd like to do and stuff like that. But that that letter that you read first does seem to be the last letter that was sent to Evelyn from Edmund. There doesn't seem to be any 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 letters that are dated post the twenty second of March. Hmm. But yeah, you get to the other door. And, uh, Millicent, you open it up and it seems to be the master bedroom. This is a very large room with, with very large windows and what appears to be an ensuite. And it looks out over the gardens at the back of the house. Hmm. So this is obviously where, um, yes, the master of the house was. Take a look around. 
I'll, I'll, I'm going to look under the bed just in case there's one of those squatters down there. <laughs> you look underneath the bed like in sort of like dramatic um, uh -huh. uh, horror, horror film kind of way, like, like there's a bit of suspenseful music as you sort of like uh, duck your head down and there's that sort of like that sort of like uh, violin sort of like bam, as you look down there, but there's nothing there. There's, there's no one underneath the bed. Not even a chamber pot. Uh. No. But as you stand up, as the camera's still there, but obviously something sort of like creeps out and sort of like. <laughs> Like we know, we know there's something underneath the bed, but you don't. No, there's nothing there. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, you, you you get up. There seems to be like a, a walk-in closet. You know, there's like a chest of drawers, a, a dresser. You know, and there's a there's the the the, the door to the ensuite seems slightly ajar. As I say, there's a big, there's a large, you know, king-size sort of like double bed in in the middle of the room. With like it's back against the uh, the wall that is a uh, that is basically the, the the hallway wall, if that makes sense. As we as we're looking around, I'm going to say um, this You know, Miss, I've been thinking while I've been around here. It's weird, but there's only been mention of one person living here. No one's mentioned anything else. There's no picture of anybody else. Just okay. this uh, just this one fellow with this problem with flowers. Well, I think this Emily was probably here as well. I've not seen. Have we seen any paintings of Emily? Uh, Evelyn, uh, Evelyn. Sorry, yes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's there's been portraits of other people. Oh, have they? Oh. Like, like, the main one that, that you focused on was of Sir Humphrey, but there were other portraits that were up and about. Of you know, but those were like those are like portraits of like you know past family members, not people who are living there. All yeah, this guy was living here alone. We didn't really. You, you sort of like looked at Sir Humphrey and were like, oh, it's very impressive, and then. I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah, Lola sort of like pulled you away, I guess, before yeah. you could uh, do anything mm. else, but yeah. I'm going to look around here see if there's any paintings or any, um, any anything out of the ordinary. Mm. Nothing super out of the ordinary, just looks like a sort of, you know, as I said, a grand sort of like master bedroom as you sort of like wander around and you sort of like poke your head into the into the ensuite bathroom, you can see there's a massive turned, like, rolled top iron bath in there with like the sort of like the clawed lion's feet that sort of like stands against one wall and there's like a wash basin and uh, like a little stool in there and, and 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 yet another mirror because you know you need a mirror in, in every room at least one but yeah nothing nothing super unusual hmm. uh, yes so it seems our poor unfortunate lovers uh, their their affair was brought to an end rather uh, by this father hmm too bad okay can you both do me a listen roll Nope, seventy-five. Nope, sixty-seven. Okay. Uh, can, I do still, one, can I do one for um, Lola? Have you still got the dogs with you? Do me, uh, please re-roll the D10. Mm, seventy-seven. Oh. Mm. Eight. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. Are you gonna gonna leave them off the bedroom? Yeah, I think. Um. Uh, miss. I think maybe maybe this is a bust. If someone's here, they're playing silly buggers and they're not looking to sell. Maybe we should just, uh, you know, cut our losses, eh? Besides, with this information, at least, we could probably maybe find out more in the village. I suppose so, yes. It's a, a sad state of affairs, but these things happen. I'm sure she was married off to some wealthy landowner, and uh, everyone was m thoroughly miserable. <laughs> Wouldn't know, miss. Well, yes. I put my foot down. I, I married somebody who... Uh, who I respected. I wouldn't be just married off by some arrogant father. But uh, some of some of these poor young ladies, they've got no choice. This fellow looks like he 
would do anything to uh, get his own way. Well, that, that language they use in that diary sounded sound like a psychopath. So we'll head back down to the fire where it's nice, I think. Okay. Well, as, as you step out of out of the master bedroom, uh, Millicent, what is what was the name of your dog again? Oh, Lucifer. Okay, uh, Lucifer uh, stops for a minute and then bolts down the other end of the corridor and bursts through the door that you that you reckon is the is is the door that leads to the servant staircase. Oh, and you hear him scampering. Oh, Lucifer! Lucifer! I smelt that badger. All right, I'll rush after him. <laughs> okay, Philip, are you are you going with uh, going with Millicent to chase after Lucifer? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess in mild terror, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Brilliant. You two uh, run out down the corridor, burst through the, the open door, just to see, just to hear sort of like the scampering claws of of Lucifer uh, running up to the top of the stairs, and then what sounds like the, the door at the very top is, is running open. Up. Yeah he's, running down. Up. yeah, he's running up. And uh, like, you can hear it sort of like scampering along the corridor into what you assume is, is the second floor and the servants' quarters. What would you like to do? I'll follow him, of course. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. By the time you two get up there, um, you just find him sitting in the middle of the corridor, like panting away, super happy, and just sat outside a door. What was it you smelt in there, hmm? Oh, is this our squatter? It could be our squatter, couldn't it? Well, we've found you now, old man. Right, I'll go up to the door and open it. Okay. You, you, uh, you, you throw open the door, ready to confront a, uh, a, a dishevelled degenerate, you know, living in this, in this fine manor house. And uh, it's empty. It's just a, uh, it's just a standard uh, servant's quarters. Oh, bloody hell, Lucifer. <laughs> Another wild goose chase. He gets like this. I thought you were trading dogs and stuff, miss. Well. You wouldn't I... catch Roller doing anything like that. Well, you know, Lucifer's got his own mind, and sometimes it's, some things enter into it that are beyond this universe. You know what I mean? If there are any ghosts, he's certainly sniffing them out. I'll have a look in this room. Philip, are you going as well? Yeah, first I gotta stick out that one. Cool, but uh, both do me a spot hidden, uh, please. Spot hidden. Let's see if we can spot get a good I'm gonna try tracking oh, as well. Oh my god, eighty-five. I'm gonna try tracking as well. Come on, try water roll. Well, I'm looking for tracks. There we go. Twenty-five out of twenty-five. Okay. Well, Millicent, with your spot hidden, you notice that. Uh... Oh wow! So and with... Made my track roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, with the two combined, you can see there looks to be possibly some faint footsteps in the dust that's on the floor that lead over to the far corner. Uh -huh. sort of like the roof comes down and causes like a like a sort of like a triangle shape. Is there a fireplace in this place? In this room? Uh, there's not a fireplace in that room. No. Oh, not 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 God. all the servants' quarters would have had fireplaces. They would have been in in all of the. Um, the bedrooms, I should have said. There's a fireplace in each of the bedrooms, but not in, not mm. in the servants' quarters. I think I'm gonna, yeah, take out a uh, my my uh, my bottle of uh, what are they called? 
those sort of bottle of brandy, one of those little metal ones. I'll be holding it in my hand, ready to whack somebody if they come out of this corner. Okay. I'll go and take a look. As you get to this corner, you notice that there's a there's like a little sort of like cupboard, sort of like cut into the wall, if you like. What, like a like a like a walk-in wardrobe kind of thing? Yeah, but more like you know, like a little sort of like cubby hole that sometimes it's just sometimes built mm. into like a random alcove uh, for like storage, yeah. like hidden storage kind of thing. Oh yeah, 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 just like something like that. But you know, it's in this it's in this bedroom, and there seems to be some slight foot uh, footsteps going towards it. What would you like I'll to do? Open it up. Okay, uh, you open it up and you find another sort of small leather-bound book in there. Hmm. What would you like to do? I'll take it out and have a look at it. I thought there was going to be some fellow hiding in there. Oh well. Okay. Uh, you take out this journal, and it seems to be from an unnamed, from from some of the some of the pages. You can tell uh, an, an an unnamed underbutler that worked in the um, in the manor, and he seems to be speaking about daily life and things that have happened. Um, and you can see again. This seems this this seems this one seems to cover the years of 1843 to 1844. So beginning of 1843 to the end of, of 1844. Is there any particular date or anything you'd like to try and flick to or find, or are you just like? Oh, we'll have a look at the time when the the um, the father was having his weird turn about foul beasts. Hmm. Okay, so you're flicking through. Nothing seems too strange. Although you 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 see on. Um, on uh, the 23rd of March, 1843, there's an entry, um, you know, sort of like general stuff that happened through the day, you know, speaking about uh, about Winston, the uh, the head butler, and about how, how sort of like a, a bit of a prude he is and how um, uptight he is. And there's a short line in there about about the master's footman, who's called Edmund, and about oh, how he's been acting slightly strange. Uh, the last couple of days, as if he's on edge. Do you, you know, the, the you know the words of this of this of this of the writer of the journal are words of respect, as if he as if he has, you know, uh, 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 like a, he feels a kinship with this with this uh, young footman. Hmm. Seems to be having some trouble. And then, uh, are you going to flick through a few more pages? Well, yeah. we're, killing, we're killing time at the moment until the storm passes. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, cool. I might actually head head back down to the study though, where it's nice and warm, and read this. Yeah. Okay. In that case, um, you know, Lucifer is, is calmed down. He's just laying on the floor in the corridor, like you know, happy as Larry. Before we before we head back, I'll do a, I'll do a quick spot hidden here. Miss anything? Oh, you did you did your spot hidden? You didn't you didn't get anything? Nothing else there. Okay. In that case, then we're good. Yeah. Go we'll head back. Cool. Okay. So you you two get down get down back down to the study again, and uh, you know. Put yourself in the chairs by the fire, uh, Millicent. You begin reading through, um, reading through the book again. The twenty fourth, eighteen forty three of of March seems to seems to be relatively uneventful. Then the twenty fifth, the whole page seems to be dedicated to the disappearance of Edmund and the suspicion that he may have done away with some silver from the kitchens, so so some house silver, so cutlery and stuff, and also taken the master's rather expensive thick uh, winter coat and uh, ran off in a in a snowstorm uh, that, that rolled in on the 24th, the night before. And no one's been able to see him and that the police have been contacted. Poor Edmund. 
as you say that, Philip, can you can both of you give me another power roll, please? Oh no! Wow! Power! Hey, hard success. Cool. No fail. Okay. Only a slight fail, though. Yeah, Millicent, you you begin to feel a little bit uncomfortable in your chair, as if again, like you, you feel a slightly oppressive presence. You know, you don't feel you don't feel quite right, but you carry on reading the journal nonetheless, mm. and uh, you flick through a few pages, and uh, you know you get to you get into sort of like April, May, and there's no more mentions of 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 the event, uh, you know, there's a, well, is there any mention of Edmund? Well, there's, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a few mentions of, you know, the police still haven't found him and, you know, mm. oh, there's, 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 a, there's rumors that maybe he didn't, you know, he didn't run away. Maybe something else had happened to him. Um, because the, the, the you, you find out through, from more of the entries that, um, he basically went out to the, to the to the coach house to collect the master's coat. Um, the master had left it in his carriage uh, after they returned from town um, one night. And as it was cold and it was going to be snowing, the master would require it for the following day. And he didn't want to uh, leave his very expensive coat, uh, you know, sort of like not screwed up, but folded up in the back of a carriage in a coach house. He wanted it in his house where he could hang it and, and it could be close by if he, you know, when he wants to use it in the morning. Hmm. So, you know, who better to send out to go get your, to go get your coat than your footman, who's you know, there to dress you and stuff. So, yeah, so Edmund went out to go get the coat and then disappeared and, never, and was never seen again. It further transpires that uh, Sir Humphrey and uh, Winston, the head butler, and a couple of the other men in the house, a couple of the servants, uh, went out looking for Edmund and surmised themselves after discovering that some of the cutlery had gone missing, some of the silver, that Edmund had had done a runner and uh, just taken his chances and basically stiffed the family out of uh, out of some money and took the coat as well and, and ran off into the night. And so obviously the police were called and, uh, you know, an investigation was made, but, but nothing came to it. Around June, July... There's mention of renovation works being made down the bottom of the garden to the Oriental Pagoda that was built 20 years previous. Supposedly, the uh, some of the bad weather that's been happening had damaged the pagoda, so they were sort of renovating it, digging up the foundation slightly, re, you know, making it a bit more sturdier, and then filling it back in again. And that the works were actually carried out relatively quickly, and nothing else is mentioned of it. Are you going to carry on reading, or do you feel like yeah. you've read enough? Yeah, okay. that's probably enough. I mean, that sounds like foul play to me. What do you think? Well, to be honest, Miss, all this stuff really is tossed a bit above me. But I don't think it's fair that somebody shouldn't be able to just, you know, love they want love. Well, it's not really about toffs and so forth. I have much disregard for them as you do. I, I'm a working woman, but uh, clearly a. Uh, murder of some kind don't you think this this lad a man as you say of lowly position looking for this master's daughter back in the 50 years ago or so that kind of thing was very much frowned upon but murder now i'm surprised the police didn't investigate further 
Well, in my experience, madam, to choose my words very carefully, where those of privilege are concerned, the police don't tend to look much further than they have to, which often isn't very far at all. You're quite right, yes. They, they just want to keep things uh, quiet most of the time, but I don't know. When it comes to the odd, you know, uh, unfairness, but a killing. And what about his poor daughter? What thing became of her? Is well, there any mention of her in here, in the diaries? Yeah, as you... Uh, but by the way, uh, Philip, did you keep hold of the tin or did you put it back? I took it on. Okay, um, Philip, you start flicking through the tin again and right at the very bottom of it, past the love letters, um, you can see there seems to be some sort of like handwritten notes um, in a different handwriting to that of Edmund. Far more ornate, far more delicate in, in style and form. Would you like to read those? Yeah, it seems pertinent. So he's going to go, oh, actually, it doesn't mind me. He's going to start like flicking through them. Okay. Well, a, a few of the letters are set a couple, well, a few of these notes are set a couple of months after the the night Edmund disappeared on the 24th of March. So we're talking sort of like May, May the 20th. And Evelyn appears to be writing, writing down her thoughts that she couldn't quite believe that Edmund would have done this to the family. Um, she thought that he loved her and that something else must have happened. And that maybe he met with foul play a few notes beyond that there's what could be described as maybe a, a a hysterical moment as they would have called it back in the day uh written down about her finding out that she is with child and you know she knows it's edmunds and that he's he's not there to as he's reading through it he's like philip's doing the <gasps> oh oh no way Brilliant. So she's with child. He's also not telling Melissa. So he's just like got a bit of paper. Going, Whoa! Wow! What is it? Oh no! I can't believe it. And what else are you did, reading? Did she kill herself? What happened? Well, it get you know this is this is sort of like um, end, end of May, beginning of June. She's with child. Um, she believes that maybe um, Edmund must have met with foul play, but she doesn't know who. She knew that her father had found out about their love affair but she doesn't think he would have been capable of 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 doing what she what she suspects and it carries on like that Millicent while while Philip is is having his having his sort of like oh. yeah moment mm -hmm. you carry on flicking through and you get towards the end of um, 1803 and there's notes in there from this butler saying how young Miss Evelyn seems to have been taken ill um, all of a sudden. And for the next sort of month, month and a half, leading up to December, she appears to be missing from the household as such. They know she's, she's there, but she's been kept in the small bedroom next to her parents where they can keep an eye on her and sort of invalided and is being looked after by a... By a um, so the head lady's maid is, is looking after her and uh, she's essentially been invalided within the house and they're just you know, looking, you know, keeping an eye on her, making sure she's okay. The doctor's been popping by and as it gets closer and closer to sort of like, you know, Christmas, you know, oh, you know, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle, you know, something's happened and uh, 
and we were told we were told not to go upstairs for a f- you know for a good few hours on um on 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 the uh the eve before christmas and then uh christmas day we were you know we had our meal and we were we were allowed to do our bits and pieces and it mm. carries on like that um philip when you're reading through these notes you notice that evelyn's father uh, sir humphrey has found out about the pregnancy and he has locked and, and when it got to a point when it was too difficult for them to hide the pregnancy they've locked her in this room until she basically gave birth right, at this point i'm going to tell Millicent and what i've been reading yeah. up until this point about the locking her until she can birth mm. so there appears to be two you know two points of views convergent stories basically ending to the same point that Evelyn gives birth to a daughter and she calls her Rosalind. None of the servants know what's happened. So at this point, the story continues from Evelyn's perspective. And on January the 24th, a month after Rosalind's been born, uh, Sir Humphrey comes in and essentially takes the child and says, you know, she, she writes it in, in, in a particular manner saying, you cannot keep the child the child is a bastard we cannot we cannot have this child in our house i will find a home for it i will find a good family for this child she will she will be looked after you don't have to worry let me deal with this and rosalind is taken away it gets to the beginning of march and evelyn hasn't heard anything of rosalind and she's beginning to suspect that maybe her father has lied to her and the last letter is written on the 22nd of March, 1844, saying that she wished Edmund was here because he would have protected her and Rosalind. And that's the last, that's the last note that's in this. Oh, that's so sad. Millicent, you get to around the same point in the journal. And on the 24th of March, 1844, the last entry is young Miss Evelyn was found dead at the pagoda. None of us are sure what's happened. She hasn't been quite right since Christmas. We fear she may have had, she may have been suffering from terminal melancholy. You must have known the poor fellow was buried under there or some such. Terrible, terrible business. Mm. These, this is the kind of thing that these upper-class families hide deep in their past, and uh, no wonder they abandoned the house with these kind of antecedents. Filthy, filthy business. But if they had no heirs, then who'd the house end up with? Oh. Yeah, it's often there's cousins and, and brothers and, uh, and so forth. It somehow ends up that way. But yes, you're right. The, she was dead. This Rosalind was missing, I suppose, yes. Hmm. What a terrible tale for Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, very, very sad. I mean, I won't lie, I wasn't exactly looking forward to Christmas, but I was a little down on it. At least I managed to bear my husband four children before I, uh, before he shuffled off this mortal coil. But... You buried your husband and had four children? No, no, before, before. Yes. You buried your husband before your four children? Well, he's dead. Yes, of course I did. I'm not going to leave leave him around the house. He gets terribly nasty. 
Anyway, <laughs> we should. Um, How old are you? Fifty-five. Wow. Actually, this is the olden days. That's fine. But um, yes. Not fine. Is, it's not fine to bury four children. But yeah. No, 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 no. I bury my husband. No, not the four children. I managed to bear four children before. Oh. My husband away. Oh. Uh, yes. Right. Sorry. Right. I know. This isn't the time to talk about. I did not understand this. what you were saying. This is not the time to talk about this. But it is the time to come, maybe say a prayer for, for Evelyn and uh, oh, poor. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's. let's uh, yeah, all right. Or more. Who, it what, seems what time like... actually is it, George, at the moment? Getting close to um, 11.30 in the evening now. Okay, so yeah, we should say a prayer, like a Christmas prayer. It's nearly Christmas. Indeed. We will say a few words. So it's not clear what happened to Rosalind either. She just disappeared. Oh, yeah. The father took her. And I mean, we can assume that, you know, he, he draws his funnel across his throat, you know. But why would he, well, I suppose, an illegitimate child. Well, he was men, wasn't he? he? He wanted her to have a, a legitimate child with someone of his choosing. But do you think he could even have possibly, you know, killed this poor fella? I don't know. Perhaps he genuinely did run it. But look at his letters. The letters seem to say that he wanted to stay, that he knew something terrible was about to happen, but he certainly didn't seem like he was about to do it, you know, run away. It's unusual. Anyway, yes. We'll say a prayer for both of them and for Rosalind. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, like, clasp my hands and say a wee prayer. As you begin to, you know, I imagine give the Lord's Prayer or something, the fireplace just snaps out Ooh. and the room becomes cold and very oppressive we've got we still got our cameras though right um, cameras candles you still Ooh, have the candles, candles go out but the candles have gone out as well and, oh, i'm gonna oh. keep and i'm gonna keep Lola saying the prayer though yeah and lucifer both set Why would you up. keep saying a prayer after the candles and <laughs> thing all go out? i don't know i just think it's appropriate their, a, their ears, their ears pricked up, both growling towards the back of the room where the desk is, and then the door to the study slams shut, and you oh, begin boy. to hear this deep, guttural sort of laughing coming from the chair. <laughs> what in God's name is there? I cling to Lola. Lola is like snarling and uh, sort of, you know, in full sort of like defensive mode, as if she senses just pure evil malice coming. Can from I the try back and like drag her back out, out of the room? Like, from I the will. Room. I will take out a match and strike it. Okay. Are you going to relight your candle? No, just strike a match. Okay. Well, you, you relight you... your candle while you're doing it, though. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, obviously, I see something when I strike the match, so. Yeah, you strike the match, and over in the court, over in the in in the in that far side of the of the study, in that leather chair by the desk, and below the large portrait of Sir Humphrey Eversley, is this black shape with pure blood red eyes that are glowing in the darkness, looking back at you, and just the biggest whitest smile you have ever seen mm. can you I'm... both do me a sanity roll yeah sanity 
seven versus okay. eighty. Hey, how's it? Sixteen fifty. Okay, can you both do me a because it's so fucked up anyway? Can you still give me a one d three sanity damage, please? Ah shit! Oh dear. Okay, I mean, Millicent, you're kind of scared. Method three. Philip, you're sort of like. Oh, I mean, Philip, sh Philip is shit himself. He is proper breaking it. He's trying to escape. Um, in that case, do me a Constitution roll, please. No, oh, he's not actually shit himself. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> He's just trying to get out of there. Yeah, you. Uh, so are you running for the door then? Yeah. Um, you try the door, but the door is locked. Miss, miss, miss. I will flick the match at this fellow. <laughs> okay, you you flick the match across the room, and it just sort of like hits him in the face and just rolls off and goes out. But this 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 person sitting in a chair is still staring at you, smiling and laughing. Did you light your candle before you flicked the match at him? No, no. Why? <laughs> All you can see are the red glowing eyes in the darkness. And then they slowly rise up and then begin to jitter across the room, getting closer and what, closer. What, his eyes? You must, be, uh, you must be the father, eh? Is that it? The laughing the one that's continues. been chasing us around this house. <laughs> oh, he's he's stood up from the desk. <laughs> he's stood up from the uh, desk. He's fucking phased through the desk and he's oh, okay. He's moving. Is there anywhere? Is there anywhere like a window or anything else? There are windows. I feel myself a window. I can't get the door open. I just I smash my way through a window. Okay. I'm just gonna grab like I don't know a chair or a candle lamp, or a candle lamp, a candle, a candle lamp. I'm gonna grab a poker from the fire and whack the guy. I'm smashing the window, you can whack the guy who you want. Yep, I'm gonna okay. go a poker from the fire and whack him in the face. Okay, do me a brawl roll. And we go. Oh, 89 versus 45. I'm gonna push the roll. Oh, you can't push fighting, can you? Okay. But I'm, I'm gonna tell Lucifer to attack him as well. Okay, your poker get him. really phases through his, uh, his head. And as Lucifer then lunges towards this man coming towards you. I guess he goes through it as well, though. Yeah, Lucifer flies through the um, flies through the, 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 the spectral being in front of you and uh, just hits the floor on the other side. Mm. Well, this isn't going to do any good, you filthy bastard. Okay, uh, so yeah, I'm going to move over to the window yes and smash it with the poker okay or another window um maybe they're not the one that you're so but i guess you get a chance to try and open the window go for it philip you're gonna have to lift up uh you know an, an armchair really unless you're gonna try and smash it with a poker or something yeah is there nothing i mean like these are victorian windows so it wouldn't be hard to smash one is there nothing i can really like whack it with it isn't i mean they're gonna be they're gonna be I'm like a chair would be a good good idea yeah. yeah i mean they will be solid wood frames so you know I get, you know, I'm, while, it's, while it's busy with Millicent, I'm going to let it, like, do its, its creepy quarters and, and I'm going to, yeah, smash it with whatever I can. So whatever I can get my hands on, um, a big uh, candelabra or a chair or whatever, I am smashing. Okay, do me a luck roll then. You're looking for just something that you can grab. It's a failure, but I'm going to, I'm going to... Um, well, no, it's, it's more just a case of, like, look, look. What, what sort of thing you've, you've grabbed. Oh, okay, so gotcha. Two, you've literally grabbed the chair that you were sitting in. Okay, yeah, fine. You're going to hurl it at the window. Yep. Do me a throw roll. 
Uh, so... Crap, what's that? Ah. Yep, nope. Uh, yeah, yeah your, weedy, your weedy little arms are not strong enough you know, to lift I'm gonna, the chair. I'm going to push it. I mean, he's, he's mad now. He's like, oh, not mad, but he's like incensed with fear. He's going to Oh, push don't it. push it. It'll, it'll come for you. Yeah, but this is a terrifying moment for him. True, yeah. Can do it. Fail again. Oh, oh you try feebly to lift up the the chair again. Yeah. And, and my knees are knocking. My hands. And my hands you are can. Scary. You can see the dark outline of this of this thing facing Millicent, and its head just turns a complete forty five degrees without the body and just stares right at you. Yeah, I tried to throw something. It bounces off and hits like a piano. <laughs> <laughs> And like the body just sort of like snaps round and then jitters over towards you, and uh, he is going to reach out towards you, and 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 grab you. So he's reaching out towards you. Are you going to try and dodge this? Uh, hell yeah. Okay, do me a dodge roll. Okay, I got. Ah, oh, my dodge roll sucks. Okay, I'm going to dodge roll. Oh shit! Success. Oh, just a success. Ooh, fifty-one, fifty-five. Yeah, you literally manage to drop to your knees as like his, his, this 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 mass sort of comes over towards your head. I don't even and, manage it. I just like I just lose my footing. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, just fall to my knees. That's basically what's going on. <laughs> Millicent, what are you gonna do? I smash the window with the uh, poker. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do me a strength. Well, break. unless the poker's unless the thing is open or openable. But no, let's give it a go. A sixteen hard success. Yeah, you um, you smash the windows. You know, you don't you don't damage the framework, but you do realise it's just a latch. So you you you've, you've successfully smashed the windows, but now you wait. Would they the all latch. just latch? I could just pop the latch. Fuck's sake! <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was saying if it could be opened, then I'll open it. But yeah, uh, okay. Okay. But, but, I mean, <laughs> well, you got to think. You got to think. I'm going to jump through the window. I'm going to move through the window. Yep, jump jump out. Okay. Philip, are you going to try and escape through the window? Yeah, seeing that Millicent is running away and leaving me behind, I'm going to try and escape through the window. Okay, well, as you try and try and get and through... I'll try and order Lucifer to come through as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, Lucifer is laying lifeless on the floor, so he ain't going nowhere. What? I thought you said he missed him. Yeah, he no, went through Luc and hit the ground. Lucifer went straight through him and then hit the ground. Oh, really? Behind. Okay, yeah. I'm going to pick up Lucifer then and take him out. Okay, so you're, you're not jumping out the window yet. You're going to no, go I'm going to get Lucifer. I tell you what, well, seeing, seeing that she's opened the window, I'm going to jump out the window, and Lola's okay, so she can with me. Fine. Okay. I'll try and rescue him. Okay. He's a big dog. Do, do a strength roll. Okay. Well, can I try and ra wake him up? Oh, yeah, okay, cool. You can try and shake him. And medicine? Stuff. Uh, yeah. Do me a medicine roll. Oh, no, I fail. I'm going to push it. 49 success. Hey... Okay, you managed to uh, to uh, sort of like get him conscious, but he is like super groggy and not entirely with it. It's as if he's had some of his some of his essence, some of his, he gone, his life. He what color was he before? Yeah, he he seems to have lost some of his color. He looks he looks older. He looks like he's yeah. he's lost. Come some on, boy. Of his let's essence. go. Let's go. And uh, I'll try and encourage him to come out. Okay. Get out the window. Uh, Philip, have you already launched yourself out the out the window? Hell with yes. Lola? Hell yes. Okay, so you're currently outside in the cold. Then this thing is going to start moving back towards you again, Millicent. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll get I'll get Lucifer out the window. Do me do me um, 
do me a dexterity roll, and then we'll, we'll get you and Lucifer out the window. Yes. Oh, perfect. Ooh, yeah, nice, you managed perfect. to. You managed to like channel your your inner, you know, <laughs> inner dog lover. Your inner midwife skills, <laughs> like animal husbandry skills, and just sort of like hoist Lucifer and like do like a freaking barrel roll, and then run and sort of like combat jump out the window. I guess with an extreme success mm. like that, and sort of like yeet you Lucifer at the same time, and you land in the snow outside, um, and now you're both outside the house. Okay, what's this apparition doing? Uh, he he he's laughing. He's doing his deep guttural creepy laugh, and uh, I'm gonna run towards the where I think the Oriental Garden is. Okay, so you're gonna run to the back of the house yep. through the snow. Okay, cool. Yeah, Philip starts running away from the house garden. and sees that Millicent is running the other way and changes his mind. This is still very terrifying, and he is stupid. Okay, so you two begin to, to begin to make your way. Yeah, I want to see what's in this Oriental Garden. See if something's awoken there. Okay, as you do, the spectral form of this thing, this creature, this whoever it is, um, you know, Sir Humphrey or whatever, whatever essence of him is left behind, begins to phase through the wall as you're running past. Can you both do me another sanity roll, please? success again. Failure, big old failure. Oh, okay, Millicent, do me a do me a one d three, but um, Philip, do me a one d eight, please. Yep. Oh, Millicent, you are just like freaking badass. Oh, only one. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, you 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 both only take one sanity damage from seeing this spectral form face through the wall. I suppose okay. you're both you're both so freaked out anyway. Yeah, I'm already like, very freaked out. This is already very scary. Like, fuck this shit. But at least and, it's only yeah. one ghost. Like, okay, fine, it's a ghost. I get it. That's terrifying, but it's just a ghost. Just one ghost. Yep. <laughs> terrifying no matter what. Wow. So, so right. if, there was, if there was more than one ghost, I'd be absolutely dead. But there's only one ghost. Okay. So yeah, as you guys carry on running, who who? So Philip, you're at the you're at the back, aren't you? Because you're behind Millicent by you know. Yeah, he ran one way, then changed his mind, then then turned around the other because she wasn't following him. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Yep, you keep you, you guys keep running, and you make it out to the back of the garden, and it slopes down. And Millicent, you can clearly see in the moonlight where this pagoda is at the bottom of the garden, and from where you're standing, you can kind of see this misty kind of shape over by the pagoda, just sort of like standing and wandering around. Uh, what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna carry on running down there, or? Yeah, I'm gonna head towards it. Okay, cool. Philip, um, I'm guessing you're you're following as well? Yeah, in fact, I don't think Philip's even seen the shape. I think he's just, like, blindly running. He's probably got... You know, you know when you run it's too cold and your eyes start to stream? Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. Mm. So you can't really see anything other than Millicent to follow. Okay, cool. He's another ghost. He's going to lose his shit. So, for now, that's what he can see. Yeah. You <laughs> both... You both begin hearing this, you know, horrific, deep unearthly laughing again emanating from all around you and it is genuinely terrifying like you you um it 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 close it, it near to stops you both in your tracks and you are about 150 yards away from this pagoda but you are shit scared you've never felt fear like this in your life it's unbelievable mm. can you both do me a power roll please 
Success, 44 to 50. 60 to 80, yes. Okay, um, you both managed to shake it off just in time as, Philip, you turn around and you see this spectral abomination jittering towards the both of you, its eyes glowing red and its mouth grinning wide with its white teeth yeah. bearing down on the both of you. And uh, you, I'm guessing you both begin to sprint back off towards towards the pagoda again. You carry on with your with your mission yeah. at hand. Yep, yep. I'm going to try and see what this other figure is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as you uh, can't see it, it's just going, Miss, where are we going? The, the exit's that way. This is any kind of ghost story. We've got to get to the pagoda. Why do we think... want to be in a ghost story? That's the scary part. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like we've got a choice. You best start believing in ghost stories. You're in one. I don't no, understand wait. that reference. <laughs> you don't? Neither do I. Yeah, you make it to the pagoda, and by the time you get there, this spectral form that you saw, this mist, has disappeared. But you, but it, it seemed to have been hovering around a certain point where there were roses growing next to the pagoda. The roses. Yeah, let's head over to there. Okay. You, uh, you get over there, and you find that there's, strangely enough, a trowel, like a, a, a small, a small spade, sticking out of the ground. Like it's been just left there next to the roses, as if they've just been planted. Okay. What would you like to do? I'll pick it up. Okay. And um, can I see? I mean, if I kind of till some of the earth, does it? Do I see anything under there, or no? What are you doing? You, you, you'd probably need to dig down a little bit. Philip, what are you doing while uh, Millicent is, you know, shoveling the ground furiously? Just like staring at going, what are you? We have to go. What are you doing, Philip? Do me a spot hidden. Love me some spot hidden. Hard success, baby. Fourteen fifty-five. Off to your right is the large pond that was in that photograph. In that photograph. In that painting. Mm. You know the the landscape painting. So obviously, at the moment, you're standing at the reverse of that painting. You're looking well, he's at. Like, the he's pond. like jogging on the spot in terror, mostly. Yeah. So, but you're looking at the pond instead of looking away from the pond up to the house. So you're you're looking in the opposite direction, I should say, um, if you like. It's the reverse of that painting, and you notice this small, very faint, delicate little light bouncing and bobbing along the top of the pond as it's as it's slowly moving around in this sort of like wintry haze as the snow as the snow is falling around you yeah I like I tug on um, miss, like, look, miss, miss look look oh. so I guess if she's like actually no, I'm gonna I'm just gonna walk towards it I'm gonna go like, oh. oh what is that I'll look up for my digging Philip as you begin to get closer you you think you hear the cries of a child on the wind and it seems to be coming from the pond as this little little yellow light is he bouncing around. The, pond. the baby. No. I'm gonna see if I can like get out to I don't know, interact with this, this light somehow. Just get into the water to do that? Uh you would do and the pond's very big and you'd possibly drown. And it's probably very, very cold. That's all, all out of all out of character knowledge. But I think right. you're probably smart enough to know that in character. Yeah, I take, I take one step in, realize that this is not like a, a, a light pond, and go, oh well, I, 
I can't believe you do it though. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this this light dart around. Yeah. As you say that, the, the that deep laughter comes from behind you. <laughs> As the Sir Sir Humphrey is juttering closer towards you and and uh, Millicent, and he's just about to bear down on you. Millicent, do me a luck roll. Oh, okay. Oh God, my best skill. No. Oh no. Oh no. Millicent, he hears you shovel down as the spade hits the ground and he he stops and rushes towards you. The the, the spectral being rushes I'm towards try you. I'm trying to thrust the trowel into his chest. I was gonna say, can can uh, Lucifer try and make like some kind of like I don't know, last No, not Lucifer again. <laughs> well, he could. Yeah. Oh you could? Yeah. I mean, he's I'm, limping in I'm the snow gonna, at the minute. I'm going to try and, yeah, stab him with this trowel. Okay, you, um, do me a brawl roll. Yes, hard success. Oh, try and beat hey. that, you bastard. Well, if he's ethereal, it doesn't matter, but I'm hoping this is some it's power over him. Yeah. Well, he's just going to lunge towards you as the trowel phases through his body. And he, he sort of like begins to sort of like lunge round and grow larger as he starts as he tries to envelop you in in his sort of like a grasp oh well, I, am, he, he, I am fighting back yeah yep so he sort well, of I like really begin, fight back. He, yeah he's 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 a he's a he, he has no corporeal form he's a, a you know a ghost basically yeah he doesn't do it but yeah. so he so he goes into a goes in to envelop you and I'll just try and jump out of the way seeing as this trowel doesn't seem to have done anything it's like yep cool do a dodge okay oh that's a fail oh no with a penalty dice oh but no we both, we both failed um yeah so it's just you just flip, you just look around and you see an elf like, like a you know a, a woman sort of like struggling with a big shadow nothing really seems to be happening um, well, just, I wouldn't mind just, if you want to rule that I get hit from that. That's fine because <laughs> because I I was attacking him and my attack was completely useless. So I I don't dodge and I've got penalty dice anyway. So how much damage do I take? Or what you happened? take you take three power damage. Just as, three. Yep. As could well you both. It was a failure on both sides. As so in magic take, points, you mean? Uh, no power. So your, your actual sort of like your essence. He's not stealing your ability to do magic. He's stealing your essence. Okay. Um, so he begins to sort of like drain you, if you like. Philip, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know what she was doing, so I can't really help. Okay. So so Philip's like, like staring at her, staring at her being like consumed by this thing. Um, does, there, does he notice anything about the, the, the disturbed earth? You will need to do me a spot hidden roll. Okay. Oh, oh, I like that. It's only two. So 52 to 55, but I will lock it to be 55. Cool. You you notice glinting in the soil just where uh, Millicent has had plunged the uh, the shovel in is what appears to be a ring or certainly something metallic shining in, in the dirt from the moonlight. What are you going to do? Um, can I get to it without, without um, distracting... The ghost fucking with, <laughs> with Millicent. They're sort of like right on top of it. So if you're going to do something, you're going to have to probably do a heroic lunge 
through the spectral being. Uh, can I send Lola in instead to grab it? Wow. Yeah, okay. Cool. That's right. I said it. I'm being a coward. Jeez. I'm playing um, a coward. What do you want me to do? He's a coward. Yeah. Um, no, roll. it's fine. I'll roll no, it no, to get no, it myself. No, I'll no, get it myself. Okay, well, do a dexterity roll for me All then. right. Are you kidding? No, I'm going <laughs> to luck it. Fuck that. 75 yeah. to 70. I'll luck it. Okay, you sort of managed to lunge just at the right time as uh, as Millicent is struggling with this ethereal being to grab this ring in the dirt. But what you pull up isn't just a ring; it's a f it's a it's a skeletal finger. So he's there like, miss, miss, I got him! I got. Yeah. Dragged my whole hand. <laughs> You've just you just pulled no, you pulled out a, you pulled out a single part Ice. of a digit. That is um, that is attached to this ring, and as this you do, landed gentry. That he's he's just trying to he's just trying to are suck you me dry. By an evil spirit right now. <laughs> no, I can talk. He's just, he's sucking me, sucking my soul out. Uh, yeah. So while while you grab this ring, the uh, Sir Humphrey is going to have noticed this, and he sort of disengages, if you like, and sort of recoils back. What would the two of you like to do? You, you're now holding what's clearly... If you like, I'll grab the ring and I'll try and thrust it into his... What happens? Yeah, there you go. Take it. Okay. I'll run up to him and do that. Oh, so you're just going like, to like like punch him through the chest? With Are you going to be wearing the ring while you punch no, him through the chest? You're I, just gonna... I'll just hold it and push it into him. Okay, cool. A little evil holy donut. Yeah, do... um. Do a um, do a brawl, brawl? for me, yeah. Ooh, oh, success. shit! Yeah, if you, you can dodge that one. Holy shit! Ten to forty-five. You run up to this to this corporeal being and you thrust this ring into his oh, chest. Oh, he gets but, a hard success. But he also gets a hard so, success on his seventeen think. dodge. Yeah, defender wins. Yeah, he manages to sort of like slide out of the way. And uh, positions himself between you Come and back here, you ruddy toff. Philip. You're going to take your medicine. Uh, Philip, what are you going to do? I'm running away. It seems like he's scared of this ring. I am not the ring. I am. I've done my job by getting it to medicine, and now I'm going to scramble away. <laughs> You're running back towards the house? or what? Oh, um, I'm going to run towards the, uh, the the lake so I can stay somewhere where I can see him. He, I guess I, don't, I have no idea if he can go over water. He probably can. He's a ghost. Well, fuck it. I've run towards the lake. Yeah, he's like Daleks, you know, you you thought the staircase was going to be yeah. him, and they started fucking hovering, you're like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, no, shit. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> you're a I ghost. You know, yeah, I, am, I am running further, because I, I, I don't want to leave her behind, but also I don't want to be here in the middle of ghost fights. <laughs> ghost fights. Yeah. So, yeah, did you say you're, you're running into the water, then? Just, just like, to the water's edge, just to watch what she's going to do to save the day or whatever. Okay, as you run back to the water, the, um, the little yellow light sort of like reappears and begins to bob around again on top of the water. Millicent, the uh, the spectral form of, of uh, Sir Humphrey is going to lunge back towards you again um, and try and try and consume you uh, once more. Well, but he misses again. Like right. he's... So what are you going to do? I'm going to shove the ring up his ring. Wow. I mean up his, wow. his face. Cool. Do the brawl roll. Six oh no! Nine. You're both just sort of like like 
dodging each other as you as you sort of like lunge in this sort of like dance of death in the snow and you know in the wind in the freezing you know in this freezing. See what you did! See what you did to your own daughter! You can I look around and see if I can see that that ghostly figure we saw when we went down? Uh, um, at the pagoda. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think both of you are now far enough away that this misty form begins to take shape on the pagoda again and seems to kneel down by the roses what would you like to do philip uh well okay well, I, was, I was originally hiding by the water but i guess this seems more <laughs> smart to hide by um as i get closer what do i what, can i make out what kind of shape they are or what we're dealing with here uh it doesn't seem to be uh, like a like a like a definite shape but you'd say maybe it's a feminine form um, okay, can I interact with it? Does it notice me? Uh, as you get to within 20 feet of it, it it fades away back into the wind again. Oh, shit, okay. I'm just going to stay near it um, and like cheer, cheer on Millicent as she scrambly punch, punch Mrs. Ghost. <laughs> okay. Um, ring punch this ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but Millicent, are you going to lunge back in for a punch again? Go on then, let's do it. Go on then. Ninety-two. So he's gonna. Jesus Christ! How? Oh, and so Humphrey lunges back towards you as you sort of like go in towards him. He just sort of like envelops you. But surely he isn't gonna envelop the ring. I'll just pull the ring inside his icy embrace. Well, uh, let's accept let's, it. Let's I'm, I'm just gonna lean into it. I'm gonna lean into it and try. So you're now. gonna you're gonna let him take you, but you're gonna give him the ring at the same time. Yes. Okay. So you take four power damage, but as as you do, as you sort of like, like you accept your fate, and you're like, look what you've done, you bastard! The ring begins to glow slightly, and the small yellow light on the pond stops and begins to glow a little brighter. And Philip, in front of you, the misty form begins to take shape once more and begins to glow as well. And as the three begin to glow, the, the, the these beams of light seem to sort of like converge towards the ring and hit this, you know, horrific abomination that was once um, Sir Humphrey Eversley. And in this blinding flash of light, an explosion of pure power that throws both Millicent and yourself, Philip, backwards. This shockwave flies out, and for a moment, the snow just stops in this sort of blinding flash of light. And then it begins to fall once more again as the black form of what was uh, Sir Humphrey dissipates into the night. Oh, you, you did it, miss! I'll just fall to the ground, shivering, if I'm still alive. I let both dogs lick her face. Yep, you're still alive. <laughs> you're still alive. You're, you're you're a tiny little bit older, but you're still alive. Yes. Oh. God. Oh, Millicent, you look awful. I usually do. I mean, like, really bad now. I need to get to my bed. Let's just get back to the house and yeah, get you, that you fire on again. You look, you look terrible. I think we've Let's laid... Inside. I'm going to help her out. Laid to rest whatever's happened here. As you, uh, as you stand up, you hear... Uh, someone calling out, H Hello there! Uh, are you okay? I, 
I thought I saw an explosion! And it's a man sort of like scrambling over this this sort of like hedgerow at the at the back of the at the back of the gardens at the boundary. And it must be a public footpath back there. And as he as he climbs over, he's waving towards you. And it turns out that this is a carriage driver. And he's making his way back to the village after a long day. It's now half past midnight on Christmas Day. And he gets you bundled up in the back of his carriage and takes you back to takes you back to uh, the old hall. I will recount the tale, the terrible tale of this hall that we have discovered. And as you do, the tale of the haunting of uh, Cranston Manor goes down in history as one of the most hideous and mysterious events to ever happen in this village. Thank you for listening to the Spectre in the Fog Christmas Special, The Night Before Christmas. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill, Existential Dread, Nightmare, Icebound Town, Mansion Night, and Antiquarian Study from TabletopAudio.com. As we head towards the end of 2021, all of us expect her, hope you've had an amazing Christmas and we would like to wish you all a happy new year. Thank you for sticking with us, we really do appreciate it. And if you'd like to drop us a festive message, you can do so on Twitter at SpectreFog or on Facebook at SpectrePod. You can also join our Discord, links to which are on our social media. Here's to 2022 and another spooky Spectre year. But, as always, my friends, stay safe and keep investigating. <laughs>